Since the end of the Cold War, people have been focused on the possibility of a terrorist nuclear attack or an accident or some rogue nation using nuclear weapons. They are not focused and worried about the possibility of an all-out nuclear war between the U.S. and Russia. With the end of the Cold War, people really haven't thought about that very much. Those who do follow it, they know it would be catastrophic, that the chance of an all-out war, the use of most of our missiles, strategic bombers on both sides, is possible. It is not zero possibility, and it's not near zero possibility. We have 400 missiles on 10-minute alert from getting an authenticated command to the time that the missiles are actually launched from their silos is a matter of minutes. Those missiles, of course, cannot be recalled. In about 30 minutes, they would land at their targets, largely in Russia and China. Since the mid-60s, the Russians, the Soviets, acquired sub-launched missiles, which our ICBMs could not target, and which assured that Whether we went first or second, the Soviets had the ability to demolish our society, just as we had the ability to demolish theirs. From that time on, the vulnerability of the ICBMs made them extremely dangerous for us to possess, and we should have eliminated them half a century ago. What makes any conflict enormously more dangerous than it has to be even now after half a century of ideology and deception and irresponsible behavior, is the ICBMs, which increase the danger that any armed conflict between major nuclear states can escalate to all-out war. Remember that Hillary Clinton campaigned on the question of who the public wanted to respond to a 3 a.m. warning that Soviet missiles were on the way. It's the ICBMs alone that create this 3 a.m., 10-minute warning situation. If we eliminated those, then there would be no jamming, to use their word, jamming the president to act very swiftly. Now, it isn't only the president. It's not only Trump or Biden who could launch those weapons as president. People think that's only the president, and that's not true. In fact, there's a number of places that could actually deliver that command. And, of course, it could be done without authorization. So there's a lot of fingers on a lot of buttons in the world. And that has been kept very secret from the public so as not to worry them. No human has ever existed who should have that responsibility or have that capability. Actually, not only not in 10 minutes, not in 10 weeks, not in 10 months. No one should have that capability to destroy most life on Earth, or a third of life on Earth, or a tenth. Their entire framework of nuclear weapons is based on the idea, bad as it would be to strike first, it's less bad than to strike second. Very plausible. The Air Force doctrine, strategic doctrine, everything tells us that, and we build weapons to destroy enemy weapons as though they could limit damage to the United States if they went first before they were themselves destroyed. But it's not true. No, it is not better to go first than second. There is no possibility to limit damage any more than there is a possibility to win. We're continuing year by year, deliberately, with 
a posture and a policy and threats that make significant risk of near extinction possible any month, any year. We are now making threats of war over Taiwan that could lead to nuclear war with China, threats in Ukraine. And by the way, it's not only the U.S. The idea of war between the U.S. and Russia or the U.S. and China, which both sides are preparing for, should not be a human prospect. But it is.